you all been served anyway. So the whole point is what happens if you see that you've been looking for truth or whatever, or what you are from what you're not. Yeah. What happens? Don't answer, please. <laughs> well, we, all, we all find out, but if if you're convinced, if something doesn't not appear, an intellectual understanding doesn't hold water really. Yeah, it doesn't change the uh, equation much. Yeah, but if it drops down, like in recovery, we call it the innermost, or whatever you want to call it. Yes, if it hits that that idea of being convinced, like when you hear, and when you feel, when you are actually being convinced, you'll know what it's like. It's very definitive, like I call it, like the last answer or the unspoken yes, something just hits and uh, it's not gonna call, be called up for debate seven years from now, or it doesn't get a you know a quarterly review, it's just, so the idea of you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, now, when I heard that, it triggered something, a recognition of just that, and then it explained in a nanosecond, years of time, as this little story of action figure, Paul, that basically I'd been, at least in what you call spirituality, I was doing exactly that. I was attempting to use the Buddha, aka Paul, to seek the Buddha. Yeah. What does one do when that happens, when it hits you? There's a... Well, you just have to find out, <coughs> see? But the impact, the, the message will have an impact. Yeah? There will be a, an abruptness to something, and then it gets, maybe it rotates, and then you see things from a different uh, position. So you see, uh, first it's based on that whack, you know, like the seeker is the sword. The strong ones for me were Hawaiian Po, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. A very, a very good thing in, uh, from the Course, which says you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, or the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming, and in that condition, we give everything we're dreaming all the power to affect us as the dreamt. It doesn't say it as the dreamt. That described everything to me. That described every day. It was a perfect <coughs> diagnosis of every day. The dreaming, seemingly, which means it appears, it only needs to appear to be true to the dreaming. There doesn't need to be any truth whatsoever because the truth is what's looking, yeah. So when the truth believes something, it seems to be so. If it isn't so, and it's only, it can only appear to be so to it, yeah. So it's a seeming. And if you look at one of the definitions of seeming is it appears to be true or false to you. That's happening all day. So suddenly the dreaming seemingly forgets that it's dreaming. Now that's what interested me, and that's what opened me up to a lot of downloads. I was like, how does that happen? It doesn't happen, that's the beautiful news. How does it seem to happen? It's just interesting. So, all right, 
and then it rooted back into AA for me because AA would be, they tell you about it's self-centeredness, self, uh, selfishness, that's the root of the problem, extreme self-centeredness. Now, if you take it to that, yeah, or the, you know, the, the source of fear is self-reliance, okay? So you look at reliance, and then you look at what would be the most extreme reliance? If I relied on something so much that I took myself to be it, to me that would be the most extreme reliance, is identification as, yeah? Just follow it. Just, if you say, all right, it's reliance. So to make it really convincing, it's gotta be an extreme reliance. Yeah, so, and it can't just be obsession with self because obsession with self Re, it, it use, is used to imply the, the obsessor of self. So the real obsession is the identification that's claiming all the other obsessions. You know, that's so beyond obsession that it, it, it claims the obsession. So that's like past that. And then I looked at my drug addiction. Yeah, or what, not mine, but when I was in drugs. And I really loved cocaine, but I never thought I was cocaine. And now that addiction went really freaking far. I mean, really far. I gave up everything. I was just bereft of any kind of compassion or empathy. I didn't, it wasn't even a really functioning, what you call a human, really. I was just an addict, completely, 100%. Yeah, and if I, if with that 100% commitment, day in, day out, I could only, I would always have that guardrail of not being identified as cocaine. You know, there was a clear, I'm not cocaine. I don't care how much I take it, how much I love it, how much I do this, I'm not it. But we're starting before that point or way beyond that point. We're identified as that which we're addicted to. Yeah, so when the obsession with self is going on, there's a sense of being a self that's doing it. That's unbelievable to me. It just blew my mind because I have ex experienced extreme obsession with drugs. And I think, and I would go on 10 day cocaine retreats that I would match up to any 10 day retreat people go on, spiritual retreat. You want to talk about confronting whatever, you're going to be wide awake. Fucking that thing's going to be you know, probing anuses you didn't even know you had. <laughs> going everywhere, check it out. So that, that incredible extremeness didn't even get close to me thinking I was cocaine. We're so beyond that, we start at that. We start way beyond that, that's where we start. So we're already in the act of being identified as what went on. And then there's all the obsession with it Really, you know, it's the complete preoccupation around it. Everything else, you know, and they get to some of the manifestations. They'll say it. Some the recovery book is a very clear book to a certain point. It's saying selfishness, self-centeredness, that is the root of the trouble. But look at both of those statements have one word in itself. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to the dictionary and then you see, all right, let's just look up self and then whatever. Like in Buddhism, one Buddhist take I like was, it's the sense of being an independent, long-lasting, independent, separate entity, you know? But in this, it would have self and then it would get down to 
then there'd be a hyphen and it'd be like 160 like attributes, like, or I don't know what they call it, adjectives or whatever. There'd be self-emulation, self-hatred, safe love, self-love, self-trust. But basically, if you have a, if you look at it in a dualistic manner and you want to call good and bad, the bad really outweighs the good. There's maybe like self-love, self-trust, self-liking, maybe, and then there's self-destruction. I mean, you're just barely tolerating, you know, self, and then it's fucking our self-destruction, self-hatred, self I mean, it's, it's mind-boggling. So they got close, they was talking about the manifestations of self, but then what has defeated us is self through the manifestations. But even if you get skillful means to deal with the manifestations, there's still the identification as self that doesn't get dealt with. So when the manifestations change, yeah, you think something has really happened, but they haven't. Yeah? The, the, the change of the manifestations does nothing to change the self the identification itself. It's like immune, it's like Dracula going on all the vampire hunts. It's just fucking killing vampires every day because no one suspects that it's a fucking vampire. Yeah? You know what I mean? Really. So, this, so reliance on self in recovery, it's an incredible statement, this one. It's because today I was at a meeting and people were talking about, oh, fear, and it says fear is a corroding thread that goes through the fabric of our existence, you know, rather than widespread. But then it goes, hey, he, said, he asks you a question on this one page, the co-founder, and he says, uh, why are you in so much fear today? Let's not say, why have you been in fear for years? No, let's just see, what is, how is it manifesting today? And, it go, and he doesn't let the people answer, or it would have been, you know, eight volumes of fucking stories about fear. It says, isn't it because, I'm paraphrasing, so don't get, you know, isn't it because uh, uh, self-reliance has failed us? Yeah. So self-reliance has failed us. Okay, so there's a statement there, and I believe a lot of people what comes through them, they have no idea. You know, same with me in a sense, you know. I have absolutely no interest in this message, really. That's probably the greatest. I mean, the hose, I just don't know. I would, I was, I would have thought it would be different, yeah, but it, it's produced the exact opposite, opposite of just being really disinterested in this as a topic or whatever, yeah. So, all right, so uh, self-reliance obviously is being stated as the cause of fear. Wow, all right, so I want to get out of fear, but I want to get out of fear as the cause of the fear. <laughs> so now, once again, you get trapped because now you're fearful of getting out of it. <laughs> you're fearful of being in it. So you really can't, you know, there's, there's no momentum that can go anywhere. It always gets derailed. Yeah, because of this way, because you don't want, really want to get back to the, well, the system doesn't want to get back to the center of the system. It really doesn't want to look at self. It wants to look from self. It wants to 
claim self all day. It wants to assume itself, imply itself, the memories, everything's picturing you as a body, and the body has been deemed the, the, the concrete evidence of you, yeah? Without the body, how would all these, all the claiming, well, where would it be pinned on? It, it, it uses the objectification of mind, into, let's say, appearing as a body, and then the body gets all the credit and all the blame, yeah? I'm seeing, I'm the feeling, I'm the doer, yes? Yeah. So, all right, so you take, you go to, all right, so self-reliance is, is producing the possibility of fear all day, yeah? I would say most of it is mental anxiety, but it mimics the physiological nervous sense of fear, but without any apparent threat, all right? So, okay, so now, if the self-reliance has gone to such a point that you're the one that thinks you're relying on self. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> you would know if the attachment or the, like the attractiveness of fear would weaken if you had hit the bing at the fucking, you know, amusement park and got to the identification as self, yeah. It would produce uh, a long-lasting effect, not maybe on fear itself, but it would, change, it would change the causes and conditions. Fear wouldn't be able to grow into mountainous fucking mind-boggling, you know, whatever. It would be severely diminished. It would, like, it would be like a, a plant that there's only about a half of inch of soil and can't really root, yeah? So it, it looks like, oh, this is going to be terrible. You know, a little, you see a bird, it knocks over. Yeah, it's something that distracts you. Yeah? You know what I mean? There's no, it can't grow. Because you've taken away where it's rooted in. Not taken away, it wasn't there to begin with. You were believing it was there. It's you, it's growing from. Yeah, nothing else is dreaming but us. Not as this, this is the dreamt. So you could say whatever, whatever, whatever is dreaming can't be perceived. You could say that. So whatever is dreaming, yes. So we're the dreaming of the dreaming, yeah. And in this dreaming, there's this reliance on an idea that has gone so far, we become seemingly identified as that, which is mind-boggling because. A lot of us have done extreme things, have been obsessed over some things, and we never even got close to thinking we were that thing, you know? I mean, you've gone out with a person and got, you know, addicted, you know, because there's sex addiction, not sex, but, you know, other addiction, but I never thought I was Amelia, you know what I mean? I never got close. I never, I never got close to arriving there. And I'm really humbly saying we're starting there every day on this one point. We're identified, and we're not. It's the act of being identified. See, there's no one to be identified. The language, you know. But you get the feeling. I'm not trying to say it in block letters exactly the way you could say it. Um, there's a, hopefully something being impressed while the sloppy saying of it goes. Yeah? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's, you know, you, we're making a sandwich. We're not, you know, cutting the 
crust off and they're doing perfectly. They're just fucking slopping it on, taking it. But we're gonna keep giving you a lot of sandwiches with the hopes that one of them won't go to the same fucking mouth and go, me. <laughs> That's the hope. And, uh, and I don't have hope in it, I have faith in it. Because I've seen it's happened with me seemingly, and it's happened, I've seen, yeah? All right, so, so wouldn't it behoove you if, see, you may have no idea this is the way it is, but then you hear something like, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, and then a bell gets rung in an area that you had no idea of, ding, and it reverberates, and to me, I use the thing of, being in a spiritual shoe store, you put a pair of shoe, spiritual shoes on, which is like, can't use the Buddha, seek the Buddha. And if it fits, wear it, you know? So it fits, you go, oh. and then what happens? I don't know, something comes over you, maybe in waves, goes through, I would say, more. It, it gets, it gets, it blows through this billboard with the happy face, or the sad face <laughs> of Paul, and then it just, catches vibratory waves, so to speak. It makes a little ding, 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 yeah? And then there's faith in mind, not faith in the mental state. Too many people have that. It's a failed GPS, but faith in mind. And so it goes off and you just, uh, you'll find out what you need to know about it. But the mind itself is super clear, yeah? yeah. So what happens maybe? I don't know, for me, a long time ago, maybe it was way long time ago, I've never not heard sounds, like vibratory sounds over there. They're as loud as hell now. It doesn't matter if it's loud outside. There's something that has like a, a whistle that reminds this little dog, you know, like, uh-oh, if you go too far, so it has a sense of ofness while it's in. And the ofness seems so much more fucking reliable because it's, see, I followed this. I followed the sound, you know? And I could, I could follow it with, and compare it with distance. So when I would hear this, it was before all the hearing of everything, like the breath, it was before that. Hearing the heartbeat, it was before that. Hearing the wind, before that. And I found that it was the, it was the, you could either say the last sound or the first sound, yeah? And I got there, and the first sound seems to be constant. It doesn't, it, it has degrees of frequency, but it's always on. But there's, so what's that that's hearing it? Yeah. Yeah, what's that that's hearing it? You can't hear that. Yeah, and so if it, the only way it could say this sound is constant is to be constant, yeah? There's no other way it could come to that conclusion. So that which is hearing is there, here, always here, always available at all times, with no requirement necessary to meet it, yeah? It's before the beginnings. Yeah, it's after the ends. It's, this is just a, it's contextual, so to speak, yes? And then a lot of things are happening seemingly within its confines, but none of what happens in its confines affects it. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. 
And then you see, you'll have distinct feelings, the difference between timelessness, or let's say no time and time. You'll get a real intimacy with it. You'll sense it. You'll sense, and you'll see that that's the engine of the magic trick, really, is time. Without time, there'd be no way, uh, you know, the wool could be pulled over the eye. <laughs> There's no way. It's only in, some, in time that, that that is impossible can seem to be possible, really. It's amazing, yeah? And then you feel it, then you can feel, you feel it like a dry current, you know? You don't feel the wetness of it, but you start feeling it, and you become aware of, of time as an aspect of dreaming. And then you see, wow, because if you looked at if you looked at selfing linearly, you'd miss it. You have to see it in, in, in a suspicious view of time because it doesn't make sense that something gets claimed to imply a one. So here's, here's seeing, hearing, feeling, doing, smelling, right? Thinking, these are all happening all day, like life's on and just conscious contact, yeah? So that's going on, and then somehow, something that you don't notice until you do, there's a claiming of that, and then that, with the claiming, produces a sense here. Yeah, so in time, it's after the conscious contact. Conscious contact is the starting point. Yeah. See, you feel, you taste, touch, you. We're all at, every one of us, one leg, two legs, you know, whatever, but most of us, yeah. And that also, if one of your organs is, is, is not working, yeah. then others are heightened, like people who are blind will say they hear much better and all like that, yes? So all this, so the consciousness isn't going to be, it doesn't dry out because you're blind, it, it just amplifies other conscious contact, yes? Yeah. All right, so there's conscious contact, and then there's what? Then there's what's being conscious of. You know, what's what are we becoming in contact with? Well, feelings, thoughts, uh, yeah, actions, yes, sensations. All this is going on, and then, and all along with it, which the feeling is, is when you narrate it. In a, in a, in a, like an innocent assumption, there was, there's you. There's you that's conscious, and then you become conscious of things. Even so, it's never, it's not even emphasized the consciousness. You're, you are. You are the one that's conscious, so when they're seeing, it's you seeing that, you know. That's the, the narration, yeah? Basically, the, the most important aspect is very underemphasized. So it's you and what you saw, you and what you heard, definitely you and what you thought, definitely in court, you and what you did, definitely, you know, all these things, yeah? And it just seems like that's the, that's, that's the racetrack, yeah? That's where we start at me, and then I'm somehow on, 
I don't know why I didn't do it, but I was just fucking claiming anyway. And we're on, and then we're running around trying to win whatever we're doing, you know, thinking we can't win or we shouldn't win, whatever. Tons of fucking tons, tons of mental mutations. Tons of mental mutations, really. They're just... As long as that identification itself is actively being... Uh, believe it lends it's it lends us to really put a lot of juice into some strange freaking things, yeah. And then it's almost as if we take it to be real, and therefore we're looking for machetes and shit like. How am I going to cut myself out of this mental maze? But not realizing every step you clear, you're producing the. You know what I mean? You can't see. Like we, I said this today at a meeting, makes sense to me, this idea of quit playing God, you know? To me it's very important in AA. Because AA is linear time, it's soaked with time. And so if it's linear, the main concept of recovery, the most important thing is, is the principle of surrendering or turning your willing life over to the care of something greater than self. See, that's beautiful, yeah. And it says, and so everyone, that's the main concept. But in the, the moving towards that in the book, it says first, and then the main concept is, is seen as next. So first seems to be more, have more priority than next to me. Yeah, does it? So first, you've got to quit playing God. And it, why? Because it doesn't work. Really. I mean, if it was working, you'd be in a different type of dream. Yeah, dreaming. You would be. Yeah, and this one, that's some of the ways God seems to wake up to the fact, hey, this sort of sucks, and <laughs> stops, loses interest in the dream. Yeah, so all right, so this is so fundamental. All right, so that was just playing God. Here's this, you gotta quit playing God. Yeah. Now, it sounds like, all right, gird my loins, I'm gonna stop playing God, you know? But see, if that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. Ad infinitum. Now, when I said this at the meeting, it was like a lot of dogs went, mm -hmm. I said, fine, whatever, I got out there anyway. I hold, so I don't say something, I just talk to I'm going for it today. So, yeah, it's fundamentally a uh, Chinese thumb trap, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the dilemma. As soon as you start, you've missed the point, see? And if you try to back up your steps, you add more to it. It's sort of like the head doesn't mind going, it has two gears, forward, back, doesn't, <laughs> just go, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah? But if you, can, if you can hear the message, and I'm saying what you are, which you can hear the message, it's all there is as hearing. If the message can sort of get to it through, not through you, not by you, but through you, thrown <laughs> over your head, then it can get it. It can feel like, wow, first it doesn't have to get it, it feels it, it goes, what? And then maybe more gets revealed, so then you're gonna have to look at, you're gonna have to feel time. You don't have to sense what it's like. 
because the whole point is that which comes after is implied to be before. That's it. So the mental state's idea comes after, and as soon as what is before believes it, it seems to be before. Therefore, suddenly, the before that which you are becomes maybe an after you'd like to arrive at. Yeah? Yeah? And the biggest, the biggest uh, speed bump is just not hearing about it, really. Not having ever heard, hey, wait a minute, you know? Even though you may have read that little statement, but it wasn't like 800 pages, the Buddha, you can't use the Buddha, you know, it was a very clear little less than a sentence, yeah? It's not, it can be repeated, but really what happens, it needs to be entertained, yeah? You gotta allow that which you are, well, you do, it doesn't matter if you allow it or not. It, when it entertains it, it cannot help but add, add, add on to it, really, because it is all there is. So when it opens up on, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, it may suddenly look at you on your stage and see exactly that's what's been happening. So what occurs? There's gotta be, you know, a timeout or a pause or you know a cancellation of the play, I don't know, something in this case. But it's not going to be it's not gonna be able to <clears throat> the system isn't going to be able to absorb it like the Borg, you know, mm -hmm. if you entertain. It just won't. And then then that's where the faith mind will lie you know, comes up. You're, you're just, you know, you know before knowing that what's, what has, what has triggered is so, yeah. And then the entertaining just goes on and on. And then some of the entertaining will inform you. There was a great guy like Wei Wu Wei, very conceptual, but had wrote some great books. And he would talk about time, and he says, if you don't look into time, yeah, because time, to me, he didn't say, but for me, it's the main ingredient of the whole illusion, the whole trick that mind is playing with itself. Yeah, it has to entertain time. So if you see that which comes after has been implied to be before, suddenly the before gets its rightful fucking whack, you know? You've been, the game board has been corrected. It's just at a different zero. Not the zero that has a one after it and a two, but the zero that encases all the other moves, all the steps. Step 53 is zero, you know, whatever. Tile 59 is zero. All there is is that, yeah. So then you get to sense you know, this place is dreaming, it's verbing. There's no nouns to be found. There's no starting point or end point. There's no entry or exit. All that is seemingly so. It just is. And then when these eyes shut for the last time, I really believe it will be like it never happened, really. Because I don't believe it has. It's happening as long as we're here. But I don't think it has its own engine, no. 
The dreaming will collapse without the dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> the dreaming called, being called a dream collapses without the dreaming because it isn't a dream. It can't stand on its own legs. It doesn't have any legs. It's dreaming. As long as we're here, it can seem to be so. Yes, just like how it disappears at night when we sleep. You gotta, you know, all fingers point. <laughs> really, I don't see how you can get out underneath the, the scrutiny. And then you just learn some of the simple ways it faints and, and, and uh, distracts and has you look, look just like a magician, has you look one way for him, him or her to do the trick. That's what the mental state does. It's always trying to send us off on wrong trails. So then you learn some of the basic tricks, all right? The message isn't to you. It's over your head, yes? So I'm not sending the message and you're not receiving the message. You are gonna be hopefully an expression of that which you are, yeah, downloading some of the message, yeah? But you're not there, all right? That's simple. The main movement of the mental state in this activity is claiming, yes? So that's its only movement. Yeah, it maybe changes degrees or length, but it's the same. Yeah. Then you have to see that the, the fallacy of looking for what you are from what you're not. Yeah. Because it's fundamental. It truly is. There's thousands of uh, tributaries of looking for what you are from what you're not. Thousands and thousands of them. Yeah. So you have to just when you question this, you will get a sample of seeing from what you are, what you're not looking for. You'll see it. And that's usually creates a huge laugh because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's been you all along, not as this, but as what you are. Yeah, it is. I mean, And it continues. You know, it's hilarious now. I mean, it's the same hilarity that hit me in 1990-something is hits me now. Same thing. It's like I could hear, it's like the joke you never get tired of. I mean, as soon as I see, wow. You know, so, yeah. And then when we don't have many people here, it's nice. You can just talk about it, you know in a more like, uh, you know, teasing the thread out a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because you can tease it out. The more you tease it out, then you see it's empty, completely empty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's only the illusion of five fucking ideas intertwined that seems to be a rope, yeah. Once you, it, 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 there's nothing there. <laughs> I have nothing better to do on Wednesday, so. <laughs> and then, bye!
See, the, every, the hope that this thing's holding out for, is it gonna, it's going to get something. It's not, really. It isn't. Better break the news to you now. You're going to get nothing. But nothing will be everything to you sooner or later. So, you're going to get nothing. This is just a vehicle. It got you here. And then mind tears. Yeah. Just doesn't mean it's good or bad, it's a vehicle, let's put it. I thought, you know, this allows you to tour around, it's awesome. Yeah. And then the gratitude of the action figure for being in one piece and not having tons of disabilities is fucking uh, an appropriate response here. Yeah? And the highest levels this can reach maybe would be empathy and yeah, compassion. Do no harm, service, yes? It has that capability, but it's not a chariot of the gods. You know? It's always going to be disposed of. So, hey, that's any questions today? No? Great, fine. Right, for all the masses out there, you can add, you should edit some of these. We're getting, you can't put everything out there. <laughs> what, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's talking about some passports. Not today. Right? Maybe the one that it was upside down. Visualize Paul on Coke and do that. Remember that one? It was, um, it was the fast one. In one hour, I lived 12 years. That's literally falling. It was. It was It was. That actually, on one level, that was happening. You see? There's so many, there's so many levels. One thing, my whole body's getting shook out like a brown. Get all that. EBGB of me. <laughs> this, it looked like, what the hell? <laughs> There's probably a bigger audience on that level. <laughs> I'm not playing that well in this, in this dimension. <laughs> hey, all right, what's, uh, what's uh,